0: Hey everyone, what's going on? I'm Coach Mike and welcome to this episode of the MindFit Method Podcast. All right, so today we're gonna talk about three nasty little devils that have a true talent in getting in our way when we are trying to make progress towards reaching our goals. Because there's nothing worse than getting derailed when we're trying to, you know, get to some place or be able to accomplish something that we really wanna do. And these three nasty little devils are our excuses, our burnout, And the obstacles that wind up getting in our way. And today I want to talk about how not only to address and recognize uh, these three nasty little devils, but how to overcome them one step at a time. So the giant question is this: how do we, as parents, teachers, school administrators, policymakers, coaches, how do we prepare our kids for a future that doesn't yet exist? All while making them healthier, more creative, more innovative, better problem solvers, and overall successful contributors to society. That is the question, and this podcast has the answers. My name is Coach Mike, and welcome to the MindFit Method Podcast. All right, now, before we go too deep into these three problems. I wanted to go back into like the mother of all issues that we tend to have when we're trying to reach our goals and we we get completely derailed. And if you guys had the opportunity to listen to my podcast from a few weeks ago, it was called the dopamine dilemma. I talked about how, you know, dopamine causes us to just be distracted in a way that we've never seen almost in history because of the, you know, abundance around us, the almost the overabundance around us of dopamine producing vices and foods and everything else that constantly distract us and throw us off course. So I totally recognize that that is probably the biggest one. And once you can overcome that hurdle and start to focus a little bit and wean yourself off of your consistent need to be able to get that next dopamine hit, these are the next three things that tend to come up and present problems uh, in front of us. And the first one is definitely excuses because, you know, we set a goal, we get motivated, we get all excited, our dopamine receptors kick in, right? Now all of a sudden we're motivated to do something and then we go to take that first step and the first step feels really good, but the first step is almost worthless if the second step doesn't happen. And that's where all of a sudden we're like, ah, well, that first step didn't produce amazing results, so, you know, what else could I do? That would be even better. So instead of staying consistent and doing what we need to do and doing the little boring things that we need to do to get to our goal, unfortunately, we get derailed by starting to look for a tool or an app or something that will make it easier for us. And then either when we find it or when we can't find it, all of a sudden, when we're not making that progress forward, we start making excuses for ourselves and you know this is everybody, and it could be little excuses as to why I didn't get so much done at work each day, um, or it could be bigger excuses as to why my book is three weeks behind where I want it to be right now, and all the reasons why and how I've been really tired, um, the weather has been gloomy, like whatever it is, we always come up with excuses. But recently, I was listening uh, to the audiobook of David Goggin's book, Uh, Never Finished, which if you have not read it or uh, in the audiobook world we live in today, listen to it, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, it is not for the faint of heart. Um, he's pretty brutal in the way that he talks, but his book is amazing. And he talks about excuses. And he gives an amazing example. He talked about a friend that would come over to his house. And every time this friend came over, it would just drain the living life out of him. Because from the moment that the guy got in his door, all he wanted to talk about was how his life was terrible, all the horrible things that happened to him. Um, you You know, all the reasons why he couldn't be more successful in his job, couldn't be more successful in his relationships, couldn't be fit. I mean, all these different reasons. And, you know, David Goggins actually said, you know, I knew when this guy was coming over, like I had to mentally prep myself because it was going to be so draining on me to just hear him, you know, complain and moan for hours on end about how terrible his life was. So he knew a a point where this guy was going to come over. He had called and said, hey, can I come over for a little bit? He knew it was going to be draining. So he took a different approach this time and he actually set up his phone to record the entire conversation when the guy was talking, um, you know, in his house, and when the guy got done complaining about everything that was wrong with his life, um, David Goggins actually said to him, "All right, you done?" He was like, "Well, yeah. Why?" He goes, "Great. Sit down because I want you to hear this." And he played back for the guy the, you know, hours long conversation of this guy complaining about every reason why his life sucked, and. It had such a profound impact on the guy's life. First off, you know, he starts listening to it. He guys starts squirming in his chair a little bit because it's uncomfortable. So if you find yourself making excuses for why you can't do the things that you want to be able to accomplish, you know, I've often seen people say, you know, Write down your goals and then next to it, write down the obstacles or the excuses that are in your way and then try to address them. You can do that, but when you're writing it, it doesn't have the same approach as when you physically hear yourself saying these things. Because think about it, a lot of people don't even like the way their voice sounds right? Um, they, they don't like to be heard on, on uh, themselves singing or uh, recorded voice, anything like that. They don't like the way they sound because you sound different when you talk to yourself than you do to other people. So you're not used to it when you hear it, um, you know, in a recorded uh, manner. So <clears throat> right, you know, if, if you're finding that and you write down all of the reasons why you have excuses, why you can't accomplish what you need to accomplish. You took that first step, which is great, but then take that next step right after it. And then, you know, go on your phone. um, They all have recording apps on your phone uh, and record yourself reading all of your excuses why they are, and then play them back. And you're going to find that you almost can't stand to hear yourself complain and come up with excuses why you can't get done the things that you want to get done. And you're going to hate it. Um, I've tried this a couple times now. And I tell you, um, it's actually infuriating to the point where I almost don't know the person that I'm hearing on the recording, even though it's me, because I can't believe I'm such a whiny little person like that. And it just, it's not who I want to be. And it resets my frame of mind. So it's not just like, oh, here's my excuses and how are you going to overcome them? This is more of a situation of let's hear how uh, sad those excuses are and start to identify ways that you can beat those excuses. Not the, Don't don't view them as obstacles. They're just, they're, they're excuses that you're making. And so many times, you know, and the, again, the fitness one's the easiest one to use because everyone says, I don't have time. But yet, you have time to watch, you know, binge Netflix. You have time to do this. You have time to do that. You have time to scroll on social media for three hours at a, at a shot. Um, if you have time to do that, then you have time to actually take the time to do the things that you want to do to accomplish your goals. So, that is number one. That number one is, you know, dealing with those excuses. And look, it's not that the excuses aren't valid. Right? Um, You may work 12 hour workdays and not have time to be able to do the things you want to do based upon your 12 hour workday. But you're going to have to say, okay, if I can't move my workday, if my morning has to start at X time and my night ends at X time, and I only have so many hours to finish all the other things that I want to do in a day, then you're going to have to shrink the amount of time that you allow yourself to accomplish things. And I'm going to get into this a little bit in the obstacle side, um, but you really have to look at it, acknowledge your your excuses. It's not that they're not maybe legitimate, but then once you hear yourself say them, you also might realize you know what that excuse really isn't true. Um, it's like people saying I don't have time to cook to eat healthy yet. You know, you go and cook five eggs um, with some lean meat or something like that. It literally takes five, 10 minutes. So it's not that you didn't have time, because instead of going to the restaurant where it's going to take you an hour and a half to get through um, eating at a restaurant, you had the time. It's just what was the priority? So if you get to that point now where number one, you've kind of realized that you're easily distractible. So you're you're trying to take that out of the mix and not start new things, just stick with what you're doing. And then you overcome your excuses that you're facing so that you're able to you know, hear yourself, recognize your excuses, but then realize I, I have to get through these and this is not the person that I want to be. That's not the person that I recognize on the phone who has the same priorities as what my goal are. You get through those two and then you start dealing with the obstacles that wind up... Um, jumping in your way on a daily basis. Because we all know life is not perfect and you go to start something and then the whole world crashes down around you and you wind up getting these obstacles. But the thing to remember is that, you know, when you're at a starting line of a race, what you're thinking about is the finish line, right? You're thinking about getting to that finish line as fast as possible. And you want to take that first step um, right out of the gate. But as soon as you take that first step, you're no longer looking at the finish line right? Now you're thinking about every step that has to happen after that finish line. And when you do that, you begin to focus on the obstacles that are in your way. And when you start to think about those obstacles, you can't see the finish line anymore, right? Because all of a sudden, all you see are the obstacles. And it's actually proven study uh, for pilots. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but when pilots are told not to crash into a certain obstacle or beware of a certain obstacle when they are trying to land or they're taking off, um, they will actually hit that obstacle. Because they become so focused on the obstacle, they can't focus on what they actually need to get done. Um, And they hit the obstacle. And when you're focused on it, you're not focused on the runway. You have to stay focused on what the goal is because the goal is always going to be a delayed gratification. You're not going to see the result that day. The result is down the road. So if you start thinking about the obstacles on the way, you're going to derail yourself. I mean, think about this for a minute. Let's say you finally get the opportunity, if you've never been before, to go to Hawaii. Right. So when you are getting ready and it's the day before you're gonna leave for Hawaii for Hawaii, you're thinking about getting to Hawaii, right? Um, and it's exciting. When you're planning the trip, you're thinking about getting to, to Hawaii. What you're not thinking about are all the obstacles that may or may not be in your way on your way there. So your you car breaks down on the way to the airport, and then your flight is delayed, and then your connecting flight, you completely miss. You think about all those things, but in the end, you just want to get to Hawaii because that is the finish line in this case. And you have to look at your goals the exact same way. You can't focus on those obstacles because those obstacles will kill you. It's not that you want to be blind to them. You want to know where they are. You want to know when you have to steer around them. You have to know when to recognize them and realize um, that, all right, I, I've got to move towards that finish line. So, what do I have to do to get past this? obstacle, not focus on the obstacle itself. I remember way back in the day doing martial arts, And, uh, you know, you get to that point where you start breaking boards. And I remember them telling us, when you go to break that board, you can't think about punching the front of the board where your fist is actually going to strike it. You need to think about punching through the board and what's on the other side, because that's where your fist needs to stop. If you stop your fist right where the contact point is, you're not going to break the board. You have to go through it, which means you're looking at that finish line. You're not looking at the obstacle that's in the way of your fist. And just know this too, you're going to have obstacles. It's never going to be perfect. I've said this in so many podcast episodes before, um, but it is never going to be perfect. And I'm going to tell you a secret. You don't want it to be perfect. And here's why. When things are perfect, when your environment is sunny, 75 degrees, um, a light wind, like everything's just wonderful, right? You are not motivated to move forward, You're motivated to be comfortable. And when you get comfortable, you get complacent. And when you get complacent, you start to make excuses again, and then you're all the way back at round one. And your excuses start leading you to distractions. Your distractions are consuming you, and you never move forward. You don't want to be perfect. You don't want to be comfortable. You don't want to be complacent. You want to be able to have a really darn good reason to be able to move that forward. But now, let's say you've beaten those first three, right? You're over the distractions. You're very goal-oriented. You have overcome your excuses. You're actually taking action. And you're fighting through those obstacles and thinking about the opposite side of the board, not where your fist is going to make contact. So you've got the first three down pat. Then you get burnout. And burnout is something that... Um, is often because we don't pace ourselves. And I'm going to use a a running example. If you are a a cross-country runner, right? Um, And I used to see this all the time. We used to call them a rabbit. So you'd have a team that would have a runner who maybe was not a great runner on the team and they would use the runner as a rabbit. Meaning as soon as that gun went off and the race started, that rabbit would sprint as fast as they could, as long as they could, and then completely die out. And they would do that on purpose because they try to get the runners from the other team to follow the pace of that rabbit knowing it would probably burn them out too. And we do that all the time when we achieve, when we try to achieve our goals or even when we're trying to create that perfect setting. And I'll use myself as an example. Um, when I was writing uh, The MindFit Method, the first book, uh, I remember always thinking, gosh, if I could just take a day off and have a straight eight hours to write and not be distracted and not have to do it early in the morning, not have to do it late in the evening, um, it would be so good. I'd get so much more done. And then guess what happens? I would go to do that. And all the first three problems that we just talked about would kick in. Number one, I would get distracted. Oh, I have this thing to do around the house. I should really get that done before I sit down and write. And then I'd start to make excuses to all the other reasons I really wasn't ready to write this chapter yet. Um, And then I'd start coming over the obstacles of, oh, I haven't done enough research yet. It just, it spun out of control. So if I had taken an eight hour day off, right? I might have actually written, I don't know, maybe a half hour, an hour in that eight hour day off because although I blocked the time aside, I allowed the other three things to get in my way. Now, look at this a different way. Break it down new, be consistent, and do it in small chunks. Don't burn out. Don't be the rabbit where you think you're going to go crazy and then you're just going to burn yourself out early on. Be consistent. Pace yourself for that entire race. Meaning, Limit yourself to 60 to 90 minutes a day that you have to get those things done. The way our brains actually work, we have high uh, periods of productivity for up to 90 minutes at a time, and then our productivity levels drop off. It happens in every person. It's a biological thing that it goes on inside of our brain. So that being said, don't try to do that marathon session of jacking up on caffeine and you know, trying to run eight hours as fast as you can go because you're not going to be able to do that. You have to pace yourself appropriately in order to get to that finish line. Most times our burnout is self-induced, right? We created our own burnout. It's not because the task was too hard. It's because the approach that we took to the task was not reasonable in the way that we could actually accomplish it. So the first thing is to realize you do have to pace yourself. But the other thing when it comes to burnout is not allowing external factors to affect your production and your productivity towards your goal. And the easiest way that you can do this is by taking care of your mind and taking care of your body. Um, one of the ways you take care of your mind is by taking care of your body. That's the whole premise of the MindFit method. But Make sure you're getting your exercise done. Make sure you're getting your sleep done. Make sure you're hydrated correctly. Make sure that your nutrition is where it needs to be. You know, if you have a brand new Ferrari that's sitting in the garage, you don't pour dirty old gas um, into that car because it's not going to run right. Your body runs exactly the same way. So, if you are really trying, but let's say you have a six-month goal, and I'm in this right now for myself. I'm working on literally three books at the same time. I'm working on The Dopamine uh, Dilemma. I'm working on a second MindFit book, and I'm working on a book that's nothing but workouts to be able to use for um, boosting your neurological function. And, you know, I to get distracted. And sometimes taking on multiple different projects at one time is in itself a distraction. But I have a very specific process that I'm using right now to be able to literally write three books in three months. Uh, which sounds crazy, but I be, I'm beginning to do that by making sure, number one, my workouts are where they need to be. Um, and that's not, to, that's not the easiest thing right now. Uh, I'm coming off multiple injuries right now. I had an injury to my uh, tricep tendon from doing brain crushers uh, right, right around the holidays. Um, then I sprained my wrist shoveling snow. Like it was to the point where now I'm like almost 47 years old and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is insane. My body's falling apart, but it's not falling apart. And I'm not going to let my brain convince my body that that's the case. And I'm not going to let my body, let my brain down by not keeping it at its peak performance. But once your workouts are set, my nutrition was a disaster over the holidays, just like so many other people's. I've tightened that up. I'm making sure my hydration is correct. I'm making sure my supplementation is correct so that I can get done over the next 90 days, everything that I want to be able to get done and not let number one distraction, but number two, also those other three things of excuses and obstacles and, um, and burnout to, you know, derail, the goals that I, that I need to accomplish right now. And the same goes for you. Uh, no matter how many times you failed at a goal, don't go into that goal with the exact same process that you used last time if it didn't work. Re-recognize what is going to work, what's not gonna work, and take these really four things, although we're talking about those main three today, the distraction thing is always the biggest one up front, take those four things, attack them, recognize them, understand how you're gonna approach them, and move forward. You can absolutely do this. I have no doubt whatsoever. You've got this. Make it happen. Hey, everyone. I hope you found this podcast episode valuable. If you did, share it with a friend or someone that you know is trying to reach their goals and keeps getting derailed. And guys, be on the lookout because it won't be long and I'll be putting out my new newsletter to kind of give you guys an idea of what's happening with the new books, when they're going to be released, that you can be one of the first to be able to get a copy. Uh, I hope you guys have a fantastic week this week. And until next time.